Hello and welcome to EM Talk. EM Talk is a podcast sponsored by Axon Education and the Texas EMS School, and we are devoted to diving into the real world of EMS and everything relative. We interview real EMS providers, real hospital providers, real patients, and get the real story on what's going on currently in the world of EMS and what we can do to make it better. Today, I am all by my lonesome. The holidays are a hard time in the world of the first responder. Just like everyone else, we juggle a bunch of different obstacles or variables, and unlike most, we are scheduled for the days we are scheduled for. There is no guarantee for having Christmas Day off. You can always beg a co-worker to trade you a shift or try to call in sick, but it just isn't like most jobs. The need for your services still exists whether Santa Claus is coming to town or not. Instead of finding old St. Nick in the chimney, we might find John stuck in between the toilet and the bathtub. So how do first responders manage during this time of the year? The answer is generally not good. We usually just let our personal and family lives fall apart as the holidays approach and pass, and then we attempt to piece it back together at the start of the year to create the same cycle over again. Yes, this is the world of the first responder. So, let's get this started. Uh, EMS and the holidays, or first responders in the holidays, whether you're a firefighter, paramedic, EMT, um, police officer, DPS trooper, there, there's, you know, all sorts of jobs out there, not to leave out anyone at all. The holidays are a difficult time, and, you know, right now, as, as Christmas is approaching, that's the holiday that comes to mind for me. If you're of a different belief system or, or background, and maybe Christmas isn't your thing, but so institute or, or replace Christmas with what, whatever holiday uh, you choose to celebrate, and let's have a discussion about it. And by let's us have a discussion, I mean listen to me have the discussion with myself, and then we'll go from there. So the holidays are difficult because of the way that, that these types of jobs work. I mentioned that there's no guarantee of, of being off, and, and I remember every Thanksgiving, it seems like I'm scheduled to be on shift. And Thanksgiving may not be a big holiday to you, but I love Thanksgiving. There's really good food. There's good football. There's all those things that, uh, that the young me craves to have but doesn't need. And uh, all of those things happen on one of my favorite days, Thanksgiving. But inevitably, I would find myself trapped in an ambulance uh, responding to people's homes and smelling their excellent food and watching glimpses of their football teams playing on their TVs. And, uh, you know, this Thanksgiving was a little different. My schedule was excellent. I'm not uh, on an ambulance full time right now. So I was able to spend Thanksgiving enjoying those things and that time with my family. And it got me thinking, you know, as Christmas approaches, this will be one of the, the first times that I haven't had to worry about whether or not I'm on shift. And I, I started feeling for my fellow first responders uh, that don't have that, you know, that aren't, aren't blessed with that ability during this time of year. And it's hard. It's hard to be a first responder to begin with. It's hard to, to manage your personal life, your family life your work life, it's hard to pay the bills because it's not the most uh, financially rewarding job. However, other uh, rewards do await for that first responder out there. 
Um, you know, it's it just is such a strange field where we have this sense of duty and, and responsibility that we're, we're held to, but we also have these lives that we're trying to live, and it is so often that that sense of duty has to override our, uh, our lives, you know, because we have to pay the bills or because we just feel responsible for it. So let's start with that working time. So why do we work in this field? Why do we do what we do? Well, we do it to help people. We do it because we need to uh, survive financially. We do it because it's a step to the next thing. We do it because of the, uh, the retirement that may exist for some of you out there. We do it for all these different reasons. And so we like to keep doing it. So during the holidays, that, that urgency, that um, passion doesn't generally change, but now we've got to fight all these other areas of our lives that are also pulling us in like a, like a gravity bomb thrown out there by Star-Lord, which I realize I just uh, revealed to the EM Talk Nation that I am a big nerd, but that's okay with me. I'm fine with that. You guys probably already figured that out. So we have that working time that we have to be there for, and we have that need for income. Let's be real. Most of us, this is the full-time job. This is where we're, we're supporting our families, um, our hobbies, our, our livelihoods are, are tied up in making that paycheck that we make from whatever service we might work from. And for those of you that are, that are in that position, it's not really a... Uh, an option to just say, hey, yeah, I'm not going to work during the holidays because I want to I wanna spend time with my family. You know, that spending that time with your family is great, um, but it might just be sitting at your house if you can't pay your bills, or maybe you can't even pay your mortgage because you chose not to go to work that month. That would be the case if it were me. So we have that need for income that, that comes into play. And then we have the other things that pull us in different directions. So we have our, our need for family time during the holidays. Uh, we have that need for our own personal time. If, uh, if you have religious background, um, you have that need to fulfill, you know, your religious responsibilities, whatever they may be. And what we find ourselves doing is trying to juggle all those variables. We're trying to do it all at once. And that's, you know, juggling work and, and everything else is no different than any other job out there. It's just we so happen to work in a job where we don't shut down. There is no off day. There is no day where EMS just says, well, we're not going to do it, you know, until that whole purge system comes into play that we see in the movies. That just won't be our lives. So how do we do that? You know, all I can do is speak from, from personal experience of, of how this feels, uh, imagine yourself Christmas Eve and, you know, you, your family is, is having all of their traditional Christmas Eve celebrations and you're toned out to whatever it may be, that, that uh, fall victim or that MVC on the highway from some other traveler trying to make it to their Christmas Eve tradition. And there you go. Your, your night is over. Your time with your family is over. And try explaining that to, to young children. Try explaining that to a seven-year-old or a three-year-old or a two-year-old. You know, daddy has to go because somebody needs my help. Now, in your mind, as a grown-up, you see that and you say priority, okay? Someone's hurt and could die. 
uh, comes above a little bit above sitting down to watch uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas or whatever your tradition is. Uh, but you know, to uh, to the rest of your family, that may not ring true. And if you're anything like me, that that means something. The fact that it that it could affect my family and my loved ones means something to me and always hurt. It always caused some kind of pain. Now, I've been lucky, and I've always had coworkers who wanted to make Christmas for my children uh, as good as it could be and were willing to help me with my schedule and, and make things work better for me. And, and to those of you that, that are listening who were those coworkers, thank you so much for making my children not have to experience that as much as they could have. But they still experienced it on different occasions, and that's the occasions that I'm talking about here. So we have this these families or these friends out there that, that want to be around us during the holidays, and they, they do or they don't understand your, uh, your passion or your responsibility to other people, other people that we don't know. You know, most of the time when we respond to these emergencies, it's people we have no idea who they are. We don't know them. They didn't invite us over for Christmas dinner. We, they didn't send me a Christmas card. I, I don't even know their last name until they tell me. So these are the people we're going to and spending our holidays with. So, you know, I found myself on occasion saying Happy New Year to John, who's, you know, fallen over in the bathroom rather than Happy New Year to my wife, who I would much rather say Happy New Year to. But John needed my help, so I was there. So this need for family time, what I really want to talk about is what we have to do as first responders to maintain a, a healthy family life, a healthy personal life, you have to have that. Your time, your, your time outside of the, the ambulance or the fire truck or the, uh, the police car, I, I don't, you know, I, I come from a certain part of the first responder world, so excuse me when I can't throw out law enforcement terms as, as much as I would like to, but whatever that, that time that you have, you know, you have to have time away from that. It can't consume you. If you look at the people out there in the EMS field who have been consumed by it, it's the only thing that matters in their life. And the rest of their family, the rest of their life falls to the wayside. And when that happens, it's really sad. You see marriages fall apart. You see kids run off and, and never see mom and dad again or never see dad again, whatever it may be. Um, you see resentment from those kids, um, resentment from friends who didn't quite understand why you canceled your plans to go work. Uh, it, it just doesn't make sense to everyone. And, um, you know, they suffer, and in return, you suffer. And maybe you don't see that you're suffering because you're doing something that you have a passion for, you're doing something that you love, but you are suffering. Um, as I've removed myself from, from doing this you know, full time. I still do it just for any of you naysayers out there. I may not be on an ambulance as often as I would love to, but I'm still out there. I'm working. Um, and I, I love doing it when I get to do it. But having removed myself from that uh, position as a full time thing, what I've seen is the difference it makes in the lives of my family. And in return, the difference it makes for me. So I don't say that to say, yeah, quit, be, quit being a first responder because your family needs that. We need you as a first responder. You know, I'm going to have a different episode that's all about compassion. And we need people like you that care how your family feels. We need people like you that care about 
taking care of people that really truly care for these people. We need you out there, but we need you healthy. You know, EMS and the holidays is something that I've always wanted to talk about. And I, and I talk about it to my fellow providers, but, um, you know, maybe that just doesn't quite do it. Maybe I just needed to sit down and, and spit out 15 to 20 minutes of, of how this really makes me feel. And I can tell you that uh, my, my mind feels much healthier putting all of this into perspective. You know, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my dad, uh, my, my in-laws who are like parents to me as well. My uh, sister-in-law, my brother, um, you know, his wife. I love my family, and then I love my friends who are out there as well, and they need me to be happy and, and excited during the holiday time, and I used to find myself looking at the holidays and saying, man, I'd love to be excited, but I know that I'm just going to end up being at some stranger's house when I could be there with my family. And so what I, what I would recommend to you, again, I'm not trying to tell you, hey, get off the truck because your family needs you. What I'm telling you is learn to manage your time. You know, sit down when you know your work schedule, uh, when, when you get ready to, to, to talk with your family about your work schedule, you sit down with your family, with your friends, whatever it may be, and you say, you know what, let's go ahead and schedule the time we're going to spend together. That's more important to me. Make them feel important. Make them know that that's on your mind because talking to my wife and, and other uh, responders who have families um, what I've realized is that, you know, they just want to be important to you. They want to see that that job is not more important than they are, and they need that. And you may think to yourself, well, but, you know, saving people's lives is way more important. And I'm not telling you one way or the other. I'm telling you what's more important to me. Um, those people out there that need me, I'll be there and I'll help you. But my family needs me just as much, if not more. So sit down and make your family and your friends and your loved ones, whoever it may be, make them feel important during the holidays. Put some time aside just for them. Put some time aside where you're going to be, you know you're off work, you're going to be off work and you're going to take care of them and you're going to put time and effort into them and make it quality time, not just I'm tired from working the night shift time. And I know what I'm telling you is so hard to apply, but I swear if you'll just take it into, into your mind, take it to heart and, and do something about it, it'll totally change how your holidays go. Now, you may still work Christmas Day. You may still work Christmas Eve. You may still work one of my favorites, Thanksgiving or Halloween, uh, but you will have made time for you and you will have made time for your family and it'll change how you feel, it'll change how they feel, and it'll change their support for you as you go out there and make a difference in the lives of the patients that we see all the time. So this episode is going to be really, really short, and, and I think you guys are probably okay with that because I can only talk so much. I can only uh, be so entertaining. So I'm going to close this off with a couple stories of uh, of my antics, one from childhood that led to ER visits during the Christmas time, and then maybe a couple calls that I've that I've been on that were significant to me during the holidays. So uh, let's start with my childhood. Um, those of you that know me, 
uh, do know that I am probably not uh, anywhere near what would be considered super athletic. Um, the time that I spend in the gym doesn't really do anything for me other than make me feel better about me. If you played me in some kind of sport, it wouldn't uh, translate at all. You would be like, man, I thought all the time this guy spent at the gym would translate into some kind of athletic ability, and it doesn't. It just really doesn't. And I'm sorry for that. For those of you that, that think it would be great for me to play rugby and you know who, uh, who I'm talking to out there, I'm not going to be good at it. Just, just get that in mind. So all that to say, picture, uh, if you know what I look like, picture five-year-old me. Christmas morning, my parents uh, gave my brother and I, my brother's five years older than me, shout out, um, and they gave us this hockey stuff. You know, I, I didn't know anything about hockey. I liked rollerblading um, because that's the kind of kid I was, and I grew up in the 90s. Um, I loved rollerblading, and so they thought, you know, let's, let's get some hockey stuff. Let's let them learn how to play hockey, and I, I don't live in a state where hockey's a thing. But, um, you know, we have a decent hockey team, but they get to do it on ice. I had a concrete driveway on a semi-cold day that probably felt like summer to most people. Um, well, we get, we get started playing hockey. My brother, again, he's five years older than me, obviously going to be quite a bit uh, bigger than me. We're playing hockey and everything's going great. We get to the halftime and my brother says, uh, hey, let's, let's do a halftime show. Why don't you lay down over there and watch the halftime show? Well, something in my mind said, well, why don't I lay as close to the goal as possible? Because, you know, then I can see the show better. And so my brother gets up, and again, he's never played hockey before. We don't know anything about hockey. We don't know what we're doing. He, he pulls back and takes a swing at that puck. And next thing you know, that puck uh, or the ball, I can't remember if it was a, one of those orange hockey, like uh, roller hockey balls or a puck, but it hits me right in the face. And I mean, it hit me hard. It tore up the muscle right above my eye, uh, made a big gash. I was bleeding into my eye. I couldn't even see anymore. And uh, of course, this ends up in us having to go to the ER. Well, I, I don't know if you've ever been to the ER on a Christmas day, but it's surprisingly busy. We ended up visiting two different ERs before that somebody would see me and I mean, I'm still actively bleeding at this point. Every time I remove pressure, I start bleeding and they still didn't get me in very quick. Not to say ERs aren't great, but uh, obviously other people had more uh, uh, dangerous injuries than I did. More, uh, they got triaged a little higher. So anyway, so I'm, I'm at one ER bleeding all over their floor. We go to the next ER, bleed all over their floor. And finally I get, I get in and, and I get stitches. And uh, this is how a lot of my holiday events went, just me ending up hurt and either at a doctor's office or in the ER. Um, so uh, if you get your kids some hockey equipment, just keep that in mind, especially if your kids are as uncoordinated as I was or just not intelligent like I was. Uh, so, uh, so a holiday call. The one that stands out the most to me is a New Year's Eve call. I was on shift New Year's Eve. Um, it was a 24-hour shift in a rural area, and uh, I was just, it was a great day. I was like, man, we're not having any calls. We're going to get to stay up till midnight and just in, enjoy the, the New Year's Eve festivities and watch the ball drop in New York or whatever for the second time, I guess, since I live in Texas. It happens an hour before here, um, and so we watch it once, and then we watch it again when it really happens for us. 
Uh, anyway, so I'm thinking this is just going to be a great end of my shift. We'll call in the new year, and then I'll go to sleep and wake up the next morning rested. Well, about 11.55, we got five minutes left till the ball drops, and guess what? Tones go off. Tones go off, and, and here I find myself on my way to somebody else's house. We get there really quick. It was pretty close to the station, and so I'm basically counting down the seconds as I'm assessing my patient as the ball drops, and I'm asking this guy questions, and my watch beeps, and I just turn to him, and I go, Happy New Year, sir. And uh, it wasn't my, my shining moment, but he looked at me and said, Sorry, Happy New Year. And uh, that is um, indicative of uh, the, the first responder and holiday times is we spend them with people we don't even know. And uh, you either can look at it and smile and, or you can fall apart. And so all of this gets to me saying, don't fall apart during the holidays. Don't let the holidays keep you from being a part of your own life. Uh, it's so easy to get pulled away from, from what matters when you're a first responder. And we need you first responders. We need you to keep being out there and willing to spend your holidays with, with our loved ones. But take care of you and take care of your family. So uh, we're going we're gonna to sign off for today. Um, you know, this is, this is EM talk. We talk about EMS and uh, we, we cover all things first responder as much as we can, but it comes from the perspective of a paramedic. So during this, this time, during this winter time, as, uh, as roads start to get bad, uh, I'm wishing all of you guys um, a safe holiday. Uh, those of you that aren't in EMS, please take into account that as you get out on these icy roads and drive, somebody else has to risk their lives to come help you. So until next time, knowledge is vital in EMS. It's life or death.